0: welcome back to Sports Pulse podcast. I just want to wish everybody a happy new year. Um, You know, we didn't upload on Friday. Um, You know, just we were spending some time with families. Uh, Nick, how was your weekend?
1: Uh, it was pretty good. Went to families. You know, had some fun watching football. How about you?
0: Uh, I you know just watching football too. I think uh, we have a lot to talk about. You know, what do we have going on today?
1: I agree. Uh, I believe we're going to talk about the playoffs that are coming up next week. We have matchups on Saturday and Sunday, right? Yes, sir. All right. So I'll start. I'll just preface everybody from what happened last week in case you missed it. I'll go through it real quickly. So in the AFC, obviously, last week we went over that the Chiefs have the first round by in the AFC. That's been locked up for a while. Uh, Buffalo beat Miami in a blowout 56-26. They locked up the two spot. Uh, Pittsburgh lost to Cleveland, but they already had the three spot locked up. Uh, Tennessee squeaked out a win against Houston on a uh, field goal that hit the upright and went in. So they'll be, that'll be the three spot. Um, who else? so Indianapolis beat Jacksonville 28-14, they locked up the playoff spot themselves, Cleveland obviously beating Pittsburgh puts them in the playoffs and Baltimore handling business against Cincinnati puts them into the playoffs knocking Miami out who actually had the highest wild card spot um, going into week 17. Uh, over in the NFC the Packers with a win against Chicago uh, locked up the number one spot so they'll also have a bye week and they'll join Kansas City watching from their couches uh, New Orleans took care of business against Carolina in a blowout, so they will have the two spot. Seattle has the three spot uh, after taking care of San Francisco. The Washington football team uh, barely squeaking out a win against some very questionable calls by Doug Peterson against Philadelphia last night. They'll take the four spot. Tampa already had the five spot locked up, but regardless, they beat Atlanta. Uh, L.A. will take another wild card spot after they took care of business against the Kyler Murray-Lis Arizona Cardinals. And Chicago, with a loss, but an Arizona loss as well, uh, locks up the final wildcard spot. All right. Uh, moving into the first matchup, we'll start in the AFC. We'll have Buffalo and Indianapolis It'll be our first game we're going to talk about. Joey, who do you have winning? Um, I have Buffalo. I, I think that going into the
0: playoffs they've just proved that they, they are the hottest team right now um event against a pretty decent miami defense i mean they put up 56 points and that's with you know their starters coming out about halfway through um yes they had some scoring on defense and you know a nice punt return by uh isaiah mckenzie but I, that just means that they're even better because they're hitting on all cylinders of the game right now and i think that's very dangerous
1: Yeah, I can't disagree with that. I believe, and I talked about this uh, with you uh, yesterday night when we were talking about what we were going to say. I said Buffalo was the hottest team in the NFL, and I will stick by that until they lose at this point. Uh, They have defense. Their defense is playing really well. It's a lot better than I thought they were going to play. Josh Allen looks like a totally different quarterback. He is hot as ever. Uh, He looks pretty unbeatable. Um, He looked better than Patrick Mahomes in the last couple of weeks. If I uh, do say so myself, Uh, their special teams, obviously, Isaiah McKenzie had a big game yesterday, Uh, and I think they're just getting contributions from lower level players like uh, Gabriel Davis stepping up with uh, Cole Beasley being out. They got John Brown off of IR, so their deep threat is back. Uh, Like you said, Miami's defense isn't bad. They uh, have the most consistent turnovers in the league right now per game. Uh, their defense is good, and Buffalo, even with their backups, put up 56 points. I think they're the hottest team in the NFL. I don't see any way Indianapolis rolls into Buffalo and wins that game.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, I, we saw yesterday that the Colts defense is pretty good, um, but I, I just I don't think that there's a way anybody stops the Bills right now the way that they've been looking, um, especially if they start to get the run game going. I think looking into the game, obviously you know that they're going to have success passing the ball. Um, I think that's one part of the Colts defense that probably needs a little bit of work. Um, but if they can run the ball uh, pretty well, like they've started to do, I, I think that there's no way that they lose.
1: Yeah, for me, the only way Indianapolis wins is if their defense shuts down Josh Allen and if Indy plays four quarters of football. I mean, yesterday, I didn't see much of the game, but I saw a little bit of it, and you could just tell that Indy... They, like they did last week against Pittsburgh where they collapsed, they come out strong in the first half, and even against a team that has locked up the first overall pick in Jacksonville, uh, they let them come back. At one point, it was a one-score game. It was 14-21, to maybe gave Miami fans a little bit of life. Uh, and then, obviously, they had a, a late score. Uh, if Jonathan Taylor gets going like he did yesterday, he did a monster game. He was over 220 yards, I believe. Uh, I believe he also had a couple of scores to his name. Uh, if they get him going and they don't turn the football over and their defense shuts down Josh Allen, I think they win that game. But that's a lot to happen for them to win, so I don't see any way Buffalo loses this game. I agree with you. Uh, moving on, Pittsburgh versus Cleveland. This is a game we saw yesterday happen. Cleveland snuck out a win 24-22 to against Pittsburgh, but obviously no Big Ben and a couple of starters not playing for Pittsburgh. Can Cleveland repeat their success, or is Pittsburgh going to take this game?
0: I think that according to experience, I think the Steelers just take it. Um, we saw yesterday; it was a closer game than I was actually a closer game than I expected, especially with not having Big Ben out there. Um, I think it'll be another close game. I, well, it's probably the best for the NFL if it is a close game. But I, I think that the Steelers, play, you know, playing the third time around, Mike Tomlin is a very good coach. You know, Big Ben has playoff experience. I, I think that they find a way to you know, pull it out. TJ Watt has looked very, very good this season. Yeah. Um, you know, the, their safeties, I mean, and their secondary, are they're on fire. Minkah Fitzpatrick looks good. I just think it's their game to lose. Not saying the Browns aren't a good team, but I also think that they are a little bit worse than what their record is.
1: Yeah, I said, I believe I said this last week. Uh, that I don't think I think Cleveland's uh, they're frauds to their record and no offense to them but I like I said their only impressive win that they have on the season to me is beating Tennessee. Uh, they fell twice to Pittsburgh this year. They fell twice to Baltimore this year. Uh, those are two pretty crucial games for them to win. Obviously the end of the season with eleven wins. I would love to pick Cleveland. I would love to see them upset Pittsburgh. I just don't see any way that Pittsburgh loses in Heinz Field's. Uh, I think Ben will finally get back on track, uh obviously they need to get the run going somehow or they're gonna lose that game I think uh mm-hmm. but even if not, I think their defense is good enough to handle Cleveland's offense. I really don't think Baker is all that he's hyped up to be this year uh I think last week playing the Jets when they lost proves that he needs for everything to be perfect for him to go play well uh so i don't i don't I don't imagine Cleveland winning this game, yeah. Um, Moving on to the next matchup, which I believe happened last year as well, Tennessee and Baltimore. I believe it was in Baltimore last year. This year it will be in Tennessee.
0: I think this is going to be a closer game. Um, And my reasoning for this is Tennessee's defense has not looked good the last few weeks. No, it has not. Um, You know, we know what the Packers can do. The Packers put up points against them. And that's not surprising. Aaron Rodgers, you know, led the league in touchdowns this year. You know, their defense put them in good, you know, good spots. Do that. Edge Dillon Dylan ran all over them. Yesterday, Deshaun Watson, I mean, he also, he's had a great year. It just a record does not show because he, does, he doesn't have the players around him to help him win. But, you know, they put up 38 points yesterday. They made a game. Um If from the Titans, I think that I could be okay with the fact that my offense is going to, you know, put up numbers. Eric Henry had 250 yards rushing yesterday, became the eighth player in NFL history with 2,000 rushing yards, you know. Um, So I think they're going to be able to run. Baltimore has a decent defense. Um, I I think it's probably a shootout. Um, You know, the Ravens have been putting up points in the last few games. Uh, everything started to be clicking. You know, Lamar hasn't really been turning the ball over. Um, you know, short, quick throws, during the ball. I, I think it'll be a close game. I, I want to say that the Titans win, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Ravens find a way.
1: Um, yeah, I don't know. I have quite I know you don't uh, love my view on Lamar, but um, he is 0 2 in the playoffs as a starter. Uh, no, not as a starter, but you know. Playing in the playoffs, uh, I think Tennessee is a good team. I agree, their defense can be had. Uh, you saw yesterday, Deshaun put up thirty-eight points, and honestly, that game should have gone to overtime. Uh, they won off a kick that hit the right upright and went in. Uh, very lucky for Tennessee, they needed to win that game to get home field advantage at least for this week. Um, so for me, I'm going to take Tennessee. I am. I think Derrick Henry has proven that he is arguably the best running back in the league. Uh, like you said, he went for 2,000 yards on the season. Uh, I think he'll probably win AFC uh, Offensive Player of the Year. Uh, but I think Baltimore has a chance in this one. I'm not going to write them off. Uh, Tennessee needs to make Lamar throw the ball. I think if they use their linebackers, and they're very athletic linebackers, uh, they contain the run. That's what Baltimore does well. If they can contain the run and make Lamar throw the ball, they're going to win that game. Uh, no hate to Lamar, but I really don't think he's that proven of a passer. At this point in his career, I know he won MVP last year. Um, but I think Baltimore still has a chance. If they can get the run going and Tennessee can't stop it, they're they're going to have their way. Uh, their defense obviously is very good. It's top five in the league, in my opinion. So Tennessee will have some problems with that. Their offense is really explosive, though. Uh, I yeah. wouldn't count Tennessee's offense out of it.
0: I know. The only thing I think that you have to watch out for is you know in the red zone. Uh, saw a graphic that came out yesterday. In, uh, in his career so far, Lamar has 46 touchdowns, no interceptions in the red zone. And that, you I mean, that's just, it's because he's so athletic. You know, you have to cover, you know, RPOs and, you know, quick, quick throws. And I think you have to look at the Cincinnati game, actually. Uh, they held Lamar to, I think, was it three rushing yards in the whole entire game. Um, you need to take, you know, a page out of that book, find a way to slow him down and make other people play. Um, I mean, obviously, the Ravens have enough athletes and, you know, really good skills players that can also produce. But I think, like you said, you need, you need to slow them down in order to win this game.
1: Yeah, I think if they, if they slow down Lamar, they get J.K. Dobbins slow, and, and Gus Edwards slowing down, make Lamar throw the ball. Uh, Mark Andrews is definitely a top five tight end in the league. I don't think they have the talent out wide, though, and I think that's where Tennessee has the advantage. I know Marquise Brown is good. I like him as a player. Uh, I don't think Des Bryant is what he once was. Um, So I don't think they have the talent outside like Tennessee does where they have A.J. Brown, they have Johnny Smith, they have Corey Davis. I don't know if they'll have Adam Humphreys back, but they have the talent on offense along with Derrick Henry. I think Ryan Tannehill has played really well since he left Miami, Uh, especially this year. I think he played well. So, I don't know. This is Tennessee's game to lose. Obviously, they're going to be playing in Tennessee. Uh, I would not be surprised if Baltimore won this game, but I'm going to still choose Tennessee. Uh, moving into the NFC. Uh, obviously, like I said before, Green Bay will have the buys, so they will be watching the outcome of these games. Uh, the first game I, that I have written down will be New Orleans versus Chicago, which I think will be a better game than most people expect.
0: I agree with you. I, I think, um, I think the Bears have something to prove. I, I feel like they have a little bit of a chip on their shoulder. I think they want to produce, you know, a, a good game in the in this wild card matchup. Um, however, I, I I think that the Saints win. Um, I'm gonna go again with just the experience factor. I, I think Sean Payton and Drew Brees kind of know what they're doing, and I hope that you know with a healthy running back group at this point we don't know whether or not you know who's going to come off the COVID list but if they get Kamara back I think that they'll be they'll be fine their defense has played well um I think it'll be an interesting matchup to see the Saints defense versus the Bears defense uh, obviously with Cleo Mack and Eddie Jackson you know Raquan Swift I, th- I think the Bears have a good group um to kind of slow down the Saints offense but I I'm I think it's almost a guarantee that the Saints are going to put up
1: points. Yeah, I agree. Uh, for me, I chose New Orleans to be my NFC uh, Super Bowl pick, uh, as we discussed in the last episode we did. Uh, but for me, the big deciding factor this game would be if... Now, right now, I have New Orleans slated down. I think they're going to win this game. But if they don't have Kamara or Latavius Murray and they have to roll out with Ty Montgomery and Taysom Hill in the backfield... I think this would be Chicago's game to lose at that point. I mean, I think Drew Brees is still a good player, uh, but I don't think he is what he once was. I think he really does need uh, Kamara to help him out, or Latavius Murray. I think he needs a good running back uh, to really help him out. He looks like he's lost some velocity uh, on his throws. I believe that they will have Michael Thomas back, though, which is going to be huge for New Orleans. I believe he was resting for the end of the regular season. Uh, but for me, Chicago... If they play the way they did in the second half against Green Bay yesterday, they're going to get destroyed. Yesterday, the Chicago had a really, really, really good first drive, and you know they went down the field. They were very methodical. They ran the ball well. They had Mr. Trubisky going out in the play action, and I went, "Oh boy, here comes Chicago. They're going to win this game. You know, they're going to lock up a playoff spot." Uh, they ended up losing thirty-five to sixteen. It got really ugly in the end. Uh, luckily, Arizona happened to lose Kyler Murray, and they lost to LA. Uh, we'll get into that later. But uh, I think Chicago has a real good chance if Kamara and Latavius Murray don't play. I think their defense is really good, as you said. They have some real studs uh, out on their defense. Uh, David Montgomery has really come into his own the last couple of weeks. Obviously, Allen Robinson is really talented. I really like Darnell Mooney. I think he's arguably one of the better deep threats in the league. Uh, Mitch hasn't turned the ball over like the old Mitchell Trubisky used to. Um, They used him very well in the play action. If they can do that again, I think they have a shot. But if New Orleans has Kamara and Murray back next week, I really don't think Chicago is going to win that game.
0: Yeah, I, I think the story of how uh, Trubisky is going to be playing is, is the thing to watch. Um, and also, a thing to watch like, on the other hand is Drew Brees. You know, he hasn't looked like himself. Most people, they said reports came out yesterday that most people believe that yesterday was his last you know, regular season game um, of his career. So I, I think if that's the case, if he's heading towards retirement, I, I think there's going to be a want to send him out big. Um, I, I think he'll have something to play for. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if he comes out looking really, really good this, this weekend.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I have to agree with you, I think. I mean, like I said, New Orleans, to me, is the team to beat in the NFC. They have, their defense is really, really good. Uh, When Drew Brees plays well, their offense is almost unstoppable. Uh, I think New Orleans is still the team to beat in the NFC. I'll stand by that. Uh, So, yeah, I'm going to choose New Orleans for this game. Uh, Next game we have, we'll have Seattle and the LA Rams. Uh, Yesterday, the Rams snuck in uh, with John Wolford as their quarterback. Now, reports have come out that Jared Goff might not play next week, so that might have... Uh, A really, really strong impact on the game. Uh, Seattle barely took care of business yesterday against the 49ers. Who wins this matchup? Uh,
0: I think you have to give it to the Seahawks, especially if Jared Goff doesn't play. Um, Look, I think both teams right now are very inconsistent. Um, We saw the Seahawks in the beginning of the year play really, really, really well. And, you know, Russell Wilson was up for, you know, MVP votes. D- uh, DK Metcalf was taking the league by storm. You know, at one point, I think he was leading the league in uh, receiving yards by almost 150 yards. Um, not the case anymore. Uh, it, it, I don't know. I think that both teams haven't been playing their best ball. I mean, especially I mean if, it's one thing if Jared Goff is hurt, but if, they're, if he's in, I, I, get, I think the Rams have a chance. Um, But until they say that he's 100% healthy, I I have to give it to the the Seahawks on this one. Um, I I think if you're going into Seattle with a backup quarterback who doesn't really have that that ability to push the ball down the field, um, I don't know how you kind of beat the Seahawks.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, so I don't agree with you. Entirely right now, uh, but I know before we started you said that Jared Goff There's a chance. he doesn't, It's likely that he doesn't play next week. Originally, I had LA winning this matchup, uh, but I honestly, if Wolford is going to play again, I can't not choose Seattle. Uh, my take on it was that I believe LA's defense is 100 times better than the Seahawks defense. Uh, Seattle has proved that they have a very weak defense. Uh, throughout the, the throughout the year. They've had a couple of losses that they probably shouldn't have, like the one against New York. Uh, and they really played wired to wire with the really banged-up 49ers last week. Uh, yeah, week 17 last week, I guess. Uh, I don't know. I don't love Seattle. I think, like you said, Russ was an MVP candidate at the beginning of the season. Uh, he's been wildly inconsistent now. Uh, I still don't think he's back to the MVP caliber quarterback that we saw at the beginning of the season. Uh, I think Seattle has a lot of holes in their offense for some reason. It's just not clicking. They haven't looked great. Like I said, they almost lost to San Francisco last week. Uh, I really like L.A.'s defense. I think it's arguably one of the best in the league. Uh, I, yeah, but I just can't choose them with Wolford playing. I really can't.
0: Yeah, I mean, statistically, the Rams have the best defense in the league. Um, so you're right about that. Uh, I, I think – I think it could. It would still be a close game, even if uh, Wofford is the starter. Um, even if Golf does start, though, he's going to be playing coming off two weeks after a broken and dislocated thumb
1: no. on
0: his throwing hand. I, I, having dislocated my thumb uh, over the summer playing baseball, I know it's not something that's easy, especially when it comes to gripping, uh, you know, a ball. I, I think there's a way he could play through that pain, if that's what he chooses. But I wouldn't necessarily say that that would be the best thing for the Rams. Um, you know, if your quarterback is having a hard time gripping the ball, uh, would you run the risk of him th- going out there and trying to throw it and stuff?
1: Right. Uh, I mean, I think Walford is a bit more electric than Golf because obviously he's a lot faster. Uh, they can mix in, you know, some option plays. They can get him out in space and running. Uh, but I still don't love bringing that inexperience into the playoffs, especially going into Seattle. Uh, so unfortunately I'm going to have to choose Seattle here. I agree. Um, the final matchup for the NFC is going to be the Washington football team versus the uh, Tom Brady, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All
0: right. Well, uh, the Buccaneers are going to win. Um, there's no doubt about it. Uh, you're going against Bruce Arians and Tom Brady, two experienced guys. Um I, I just I don't know. I, I think yes, the Washington football team has a good defense. They do. And there might be a chance that they slow down the you know, the offense of Buccaneers. However, I I, I don't think they were the strongest NFC East team. Um, at least not at the end of the season. Uh what? It's tough for me. I don't think that they have the offense. They barely snuck out against a depleted Eagles team last night. And I think, well, they only lost, I mean, they only won, excuse me, because of Doug Peterson's decision to (laughs) bench Jalen Hurts. Uh, I still don't know what was up there.
1: I don't either, man.
0: I think, regardless of who would have made it into the uh, NFC East slot, that they would lose to the Buccaneers. Um As much as it pains me to say, I think that, you know, Tom Brady's looked decent enough to win some games recently. Um, You know, Mike Evans has looked good. I haven't seen anything about his knee injury. I know he got hurt. Um, I know Chris Godwin started to look really well. They incorporated him um, more into the offense. Antonio Brown had a touchdown. I think that there's no way that the football team beats them. My turn. Yes, sir.
1: Oh God, uh, I'm gonna disagree with you here. Maybe, maybe, just maybe, I'm talking with, with what I want to happen rather than using some logic here. But I'm, I'm gonna choose the Washington Football Team for this game. I know that might sound absolutely bizarre, but here's my take on this. Their defensive line to me is probably the best in the league. Um, if not, it's top three. No question about that. Um, If you look at the teams where Tampa has struggled, or the games that Tampa has struggled, it's been games where teams can get after Brady. You just look at the, the Atlanta game where they, he had the comeback. You look at his first half. Atlanta got after Tom. He wasn't accurate. He had a bad first half. You look at the first half against Kansas City. Kansas City brought pressure. They got to Tom. Uh, he wasn't accurate. He didn't have very good yards. He turns the ball over. If you look at the game against uh, Chicago, they got after Tom. He didn't look good. Uh, that's something Washington does well. They get after the of that quarterback, they make you uncomfortable in the pocket, and obviously Tom, being as old as he is, but uh, he's never been a mobile quarterback in his career, and I, obviously he's not going to start being mobile now. Uh, he can't get out of the pocket, so he's going to have to make quick throws. Uh, their secondary obviously isn't amazing, uh, but I think if they can get after Tom, and it's something they will do, they will get after Tom Brady. If they can do that the whole game, if they can get after him for four quarters of football, and Alex Smith does what he does well. He doesn't turn the ball over, although we saw him do it a couple times last night. If Alex Smith doesn't turn the football over, give Tampa short fields, they take some time. They get Antonio Gibson going, something they didn't do last night. Uh, obviously, Tarek McLaurin has looked really good this year. Uh, J.D. McKissick has been a good change of pace back for them. Logan Thomas is you know, making uh, a name for himself in the league as a top 10, top 5 tight end. Um if Washington does that, I believe, and it will be in Washington, I believe that they can take this game.
0: Yeah, I would I would knock it. I-, I agree with you. One thing that I want to look out for, though, is Alex Smith. Um, yesterday was his first game back since his calf injury. And one thing I noticed is, I mean, they do this a lot because he's never really thrown the ball down the field that much. Is um, He just kind of looked uncomfortable throwing the ball at times, um, you know, kind of stepping off of his, you know, Plant foot. Uh, I, I, I think that's something that would kind of worry me. I mean, he he looked good overall last night, which is what they need, especially versus um, Tampa Bay, whose defense isn't amazing, but they're definitely athletic enough to make up for mistakes. Um, they're young in the secondary, Carlton Davis and uh, you know Antoine uh, Antoine Winfield uh, Jr. in the uh, secondary, um, but they have they have good uh, linebackers, and I think. If the football team can, you know, push the ball down the field a little bit, and I think they have a way to stop um, Tom Brady. I mean, their secondary honestly has played a little bit better than I thought. They have. Um, they well, they've also had some nice, some guys really step up. You know, Cameron Crowell has really come into the spotlight for them. I think, um, but also like you said. Their defensive line is just insane. They have four first-round draft picks. um, And they're missing one of their uh, defensive ends, Matt Ionitis, who has been a big run stopper. Uh, They're in a new technique. Um, They're, you know, one-gap stuffing. And I think that Jonathan Allen and uh, Darren Payne, if they really get a hold of that, they're going to be something to absolutely mess with because Chase Young, we saw yesterday, is so instinctive, so fast. Um, you have know, Montez Sweat on the other side. You know, six foot six, running. You know, four fours, like forty yard dashes. Like, I think there's some like you have to fear them. They they have a very athletic defense um, for Washington, and I think if you can pressure Tom Brady, like you said, that there's a chance that this game is close and Washington can
1: win. Yeah. I mean, to me, when I watched Washington play, and I've watched quite a bit of them play over the last couple of weeks, but Chase Young looks like he's been in the league for five years now. I mean, he, he's, he's just everywhere. You, you, there's no way you can watch a game where the Washington football team plays and not notice Chase Young out there. I mean, whether he's hitting the quarterback, he's stripping the quarterback, he's sacking him, making tackles in the run. I mean, he just plays everywhere. He's truly a freak of nature.
0: Yeah, we saw him yesterday. uh, A simple read option play, you know, where Jalen Hurts uh, decided whether or not he was going to keep the ball. He ended up keeping it. You know, Chase Young bit on the running back, but was athletic enough to just stop and tackle Jalen Hurts like right off the bat. And I think it was like a negative three yard gain. So I think he's he's good. I think he's already a team captain, and he's shown why. um, His His motor is very good. You know, he has experience in big games, Um, you know, in the college football playoffs. I think a Washington football team is a dark horse. Uh, I think they're uh, severely underrated um, with how good their defense can be. And I think this will be a good game.
1: Yeah, I think Chase Young will be my uh, player to watch out for in that game. And I think if he gets going early and he keeps it up, That'll be their game to lose. Obviously, right now, it's Tampa's game to lose with Tom in the playoffs and all this. I just would watch out for Washington. I don't know if they move any further than Tampa, but I think they can take Tampa.
0: All right, so that's it for the playoff picture. But uh, real quick, we have uh, some news that we saw. Uh, Adam Gase is now fired from the Jets. Um, Anthony Lynn, the Chargers head coach, has been fired. And the Jaguars have parted away with Doug Maroon um nick what do you think about
1: those uh i mean obviously everyone saw adam Gase coming uh i I don't know why he was held for so long i guess they didn't want to just experiment with something with the talent they have uh i don't know i mean doug marone i also kind of saw coming um with talks of other coaches being able and available i don't think doug marone's done it in jacksonville Uh, But to me, I don't know why Anthony Lynn really got the boot. I mean, obviously, they've had two losing seasons back-to-back in L.A., uh, but I also don't think he's had a fair chance. I don't think he's had a fair coaching staff. You saw at the end of the season he took over special teams. Uh, I believe he also did some of the play calling. Um, I don't think he really had the talent to give him a fair chance to see what they had. Uh, They hung in a lot of games that a lot of people didn't think they would hang in, Uh, and... They lost him by very close margins. A couple of those games, they actually should have won. So, I don't think it was very fair to see him go, but obviously, I'm not a NFL owner or a GM, so it's not my call. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, I would have to agree with you. Um, I mean, I think the Adam Gates firing was long overdue, and... I think I, th- I liked what Doug Maroon brought to the Jaguars, but I, I think, again, it's just something that wasn't going to work um, between ownership and, you know, what they're doing down there. I think a fresh start will benefit them. Um, obviously, right now, they're in, uh, position with the number overall draft pick, which most people at this time is going to be Trevor Lawrence. Um, it'll be interesting what they do. I think hopefully they pick up a good uh, head coach, Right now, their favorite is uh, Urban Meyer, you know, former Florida and Ohio State um, head coach who has retired twice due to health issues. So it would be interesting to see whether he wants to come or not, depending on how his health is. Uh, they said the second favorite is actually the current Ohio State coach Ryan Day, who is known to be a pretty innovative coach himself. Um, I think it would be good for the Jaguars if they could get a innovative coach. They have they have talent. They're they're young. Um, I think bring somebody in that can give them a little bit of life uh, would benefit them. And then I agree with you on the Anthony Lynn fire. I I always, I mean, I didn't think he was a great coach, um, but I didn't think he was a bad coach either. I I thought he did his job. Um, And that, yeah, they don't, they have a lot of young talent also. I I would have liked to see another year with him, um, especially now with, you know, Justin Herbert really taking the reins over. They've been in games. Um, I would have liked to see uh, Anthony Lynn have another year in Los Angeles, but you know what? This is probably a good opportunity for him to find another place. Uh, we could maybe see him go to uh, the Jets or somebody like that. You know, it'll be interesting.
1: Yeah. Um, just really quickly, I'm going to point out some of the teams and some of the um, uh, head coaches that are uh, Pillar are. Sorry, uh, coaches that are looking for head coaches' jobs, players that are getting interviews. Uh, obviously, Houston, with um, they'll need a head coach. Atlanta fired Dan Quinn. They'll need a head coach. We just talked about Jacksonville needing a head coach. Uh, L.A. will need a head coach. And I believe the Jets and the Lions are the only other two teams. Uh, obviously, we're going to see Eric Bieniemy leave Kansas City, which could be a really big blow to Kansas City. But I think he's earned a right to go – head coach. I think that'll be really, really fun to see him go head coach. I'd love to see him come to Atlanta. Uh, We heard reports about Robert Salah, the defensive coordinator for San Francisco, interviewing certain places. Uh, Rumors he was going for Atlanta's head coaching job. So I think there are a couple of players. Obviously, you said Urban Meyer is going to interview with Jacksonville. Uh, I think it'll be really interesting next year to see those guys go take over a couple of teams that have chances to make some noise next year.
0: Yeah, um, you know somebody said don't be surprised if a team tries to get Dabo Sweeney to leave Clemson. I don't see that happening, I don't but either. it's 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 a possibility. Um, I just think given the success he's had at Clemson, I don't know why he'd leave. But if there's a team that's intriguing enough, maybe you know if the Texans decide they want to keep Deshaun Watson and try and bring in Dabo, maybe that's something that would be. Uh, favorable to both parties, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. Alright, thank you so much uh, for listening this, uh, to this episode. Next episode, we uh, we requested to talk about the Ohio State-Clemson game. We know it, it's about a week late. Um, you know, we were enjoying our New Year's Eve weekends with our families, um, as I hope most of you guys were also. Uh, so that'd be something to look forward to. Uh, it'd be fun. Um, we don't usually cover, uh, you know, College football, I mean, I, I understand it. Um, I know a lot about it. Um, and I think it'll be a good, good one to talk about um, with Justin Fields and uh, Trevor Lawrence, especially as their draft stocks seem to be talked about a lot.
1: Yep.